James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerdly, on 77 WABC, the crown jewel of American radio. And isn't this something? Isn't this something? Old Whoopi has talked herself into a mess. Yeah. Supposedly, ABC News staffers are furious that Whoopi Goldberg still has a job with ABC. Today is Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to be on our program, you simply dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Mark Stein. It is Tuesday. That means Mark Stein will be joining us and joining us shortly. And please, I know you want to be here for that. A sad news out of New Jersey. Milltown Mel died just the day before Groundhog's Day. He uh, was one of these groundhogs that predicts whether, you know, the next six weeks are going to be whatever they are or whatever they should be or whatever. But he didn't make it. Milltown uh, Milltown Mel crossed over to the uh, Groundhog Heaven uh, yesterday. So I don't know whether they've got another groundhog in training. Of course, there's that guy in uh, Pennsylvania that, that uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, something, Pixitani Peck. Yeah, yeah, that guy. He's still around, I think. I did not know that groundhogs only had an, a life expectancy of three years. So I think there's some shenanigans going on with that Puxatawney Phil guy. Because he's been around almost as long as I have. Okay, Whoopi Goldberg, what can you say? Whoopi decides that, where is the quote, the exact quote, rather than me try to paraphrase it? Okay, Whoopi Goldberg, who did this story? This is Daily Mail's version of it. The saga began when the panel discussed the Tennessee school removing the comet Mars from its curriculum because it contained nudity. Critics are now demanding that Goldberg be fired from the show. They pointed to other talk show hosts, TV personalities like Sharon Osbourne, Roseanne Barr, who were fired over making controversial remarks. Goldberg started off by saying, personally, I am shocked because given the story of Mars, I am surprised that that's what made you uncomfortable. It's about the Holocaust, the killing of six million people. That, that, but that didn't bother you. This is white people doing it to white people. So y'all go fight amongst yourselves, but blah, 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 blah. And that set off a firestorm. And today, Whoopi apologized. ABC, ABC, for the record, has not commented on the scandal, and neither has parent company Disney. Yeah. Mickey Mouse hasn't come out with a statement. So as far as we know, the rodent kingdom is still backing Whoopi. And there are there's something to this business that, you know, Roseanne got canned. But you have to remember something. Roseanne was openly pro-Trump. And these leftists could not get wait to find an excuse to get rid of Roseanne Barr. She made a comment about Valerie Jarrett, you remember, and then she apologized. That... Her apology didn't stop anything. I don't even remember the details behind the Sharon Osbourne firing. But 
It is said that the outrage has gone international with Whoopi, people all over the world. She said yesterday on our show, I misspoke. I tweeted about it last night, but I kind of want you to hear it from me directly. I feel a responsibility. My words upset so many people, which was never my intention. I understand why the information I got was really helpful. I said the Holocaust wasn't about race and was instead about man's inhumanity to man. It is indeed about race because Hitler and the Nazis considered to be considered Jews to be at the inferior race. Okay. I mean, anybody that that is truly educated about World War II knows that. And so we can just say that Ms. Goldberg is, when it comes to this area, was incredibly ignorant to this area. Um, I don't know. Will she be fired from ABC? Should she be fired from ABC, The View? I don't know. What do you think? I personally, I, I don't know. This whole business of firing people when they say something stupid or say, look, there is the potential every day when I open up my mouth that I'm going to say something stupid that I'll have to apologize for. If you talk long enough and you talk about news, you talk about things, you talk about history, you talk about whatever it is, all of us have blind spots. All of us have areas where we're ignorant about something. And, yeah, the possibility remains every single day that I could come on this show and say, and I pray that I don't, I truly do, and say something stupid, something that is offensive, and my apologies in advance if it ever happens, because it is never my intent to say anything stupid or anything hurtful to people. But anybody that's in the media, that's in the media every single day, or or five days a week, or multiple times a week, the potential is always there. I'm not doing whoopee is right. You can just get that off my screen. I don't even want to see it. I don't care. I'm not doing it ever. Sorry, not going there. There are certain things I don't tolerate. That's one of them. Um, Let's see. Did you hear about that company? I'm sure you did. Spice. The Spice Company. Penzies. The CEO, you remember this on Martin Luther King Day, came out with this, this, this promotion, Republicans are racist weekend. He emailed that to his, uh, and, and then when people complained about it, he doubled down and just said, I don't care if my Republican customers leave because I've got plenty of liberal customers coming in because of it. Well, apparently he didn't have enough. They are losing, they have lost a net, I believe, of over 10,000 customers. And now this company, Penzi Spices, is begging for people to buy gift cards and to buy other items to help out their flagging revenues. Yeah, Republicans are racist. Now, see, that wasn't a stupid remark that was said off the cuff. It was a planned promotion, and he understood the CEO. His name is Bill Penzi. He's, the, I guess, the founder and owner of Penzi Spices. He understood that he was putting his foot in the political arena with Republicans 
are racist and doing a promotion on the weekend. So you know what? I have no sympathy for that. This was a deliberate attempt to hurt people. And if Penzi Spices Spices continues to lose customers and they have to shut the business down, well, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. That's, that's, that's French, right? C'est la vie. Yes. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here on WABC. When we get back, delightful, our, one of the most delightful times we ever have on the show, Mark Stein will join us. WABC Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. We are back after this. Entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, is on the air. 77 WABC. He's always mistakenly British. Tea crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Mark Stein. And yes, ladies and gentlemen... It is that time that we look forward to every week. We are joined by the most famous media personality in the world, our very own Mark Stein. Uh, I feel after that intro, I feel like having a scone and after, for afternoon tea at the King Edward Hotel in Toronto. Maybe uh, in the, uh, whatever whatever it's called there, the Victoria, well, it's been close since COVID, but I think uh, fancy tea and crumpet at uh, the Victoria Cafe at the King Edward Hotel. <laughs> Mark, we, we uh, I, I threw the question out to listeners to weigh in on this Whoopi thing, so I'm going to throw it out to you too. But first, let's listen to what Whoopi said. All right, go ahead, Rich. Let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about race. It's, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. Okay. Now, you've got critics on all from many parts of the world saying, it's time. It's time. ABC, please get rid of this woman. And yet she's on the other day. She apologized. As I said, here's my fear, Mark. I, anytime you spend a portion of your life broadcasting, a significant portion, there's always a chance, no matter how smart you are, no matter how wise and intellectual you are, that one day something incredibly stupid will come out of your mouth. And yeah. should people be fired for that? Yeah, I think I, because no one gets treated for the totality of their work. So you can be on air for three hours every day and everything's tickety-boo for 27 years and then you suddenly say one thing and boom, uh, you're destroyed and your entire 27 years is destroyed with it too. Now, I I can't stand Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand her in anything she does. I can't stand her acting. I can't stand her on The View. <laughs> I can't, I can't stand her Oscar hosting, which uh, is still uh, seared into my memory, whatever it is, 25 years ago. I thought, actually, she, she, tend, she tried to explain it, and she said that to her, racism was something you could see. 
and and she couldn't see, you know, so you can say, here's a white man, here's a black man. And she said, you know, when she looked at, uh, you know, Protestants and Jews, she saw the same white man. She tried to explain it. And the funny thing is, it, that reminded me, actually, that, uh, you know, if you read almost any 19th century or early 20th century novel, um, the 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 uh, the 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 non-Jewish characters actually can see the difference in the Jewish characters. The the Jews are described as all having particular physical characteristics and being uh, noticeably foreign from the non-Jews. It's a it's you see uh, you know uh, I don't know uh, Joseph Roth's uh, Radetzky March, but also in the Scarlet Pimpernel, you know all kinds of books and. And, uh, and then what happened was that uh, anti-Semitism became so unacceptable that people don't, as Whoopi just <laughs> explained, people don't even see the difference anymore. So that, uh, uh, but her basic point that uh, her basic point was of interest to me because uh, in 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 sort of uh, racially healthy people places. I I think I've reached the stage where I actually don't see the difference. And then, of course, when you're in a powder keg like you are in a lot of American cities these days, you become hyper aware of the differences. Oh, absolutely. And and so and so in a strange way, in some strange ham fisted way, I I thought I thought she had a point uh the the she doesn't realize the point she's making but it is certainly the case that if you were as i said if you were to be around in say vienna uh a uh, 120 years ago uh, the Jews would look different, different in the same way that uh, black and white look different. So I'm, I, I don't think she should be fired. Uh, but as I said, I'm personally antipathetic to her, and 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 so I always find it easy to defend people I loathe because I have no interest in, <laughs> I have no interest in watching the View. Uh, I have no interest in seeing any movie she's in. Uh, I've no interest in Whoopi Gold. So she's very easy for me to defend. In that I would just say this. You know, what surprises me more than anything else is the, and it's not just Whoopi. This goes to millions who are totally uneducated about World War II. World War II was truly a world war. It wasn't just white people with white people. It was fought in the Pacific. It was fought with brown people. Every kind of people on the face of the earth were involved in fighting during World War II. Now, of course, Hitler and Germany and the Europe, the Axis and the, and the, and the uh, <clears throat> Allied powers are most visible in it. But this was truly a world war that mm -hmm. consumed lives. I don't think today we even have an accurate death toll on all the lives that were consumed in World War II. Well, it's it's. It's true that there are whole areas of, uh, 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 and it's true for both the, the Second World War and the First World War, there are whole yes. theatres that don't even ever get talked about, like East Africa, for example, in the First World War. If you were to say to anybody, oh, uh, why don't you uh, share your thoughts on the East African theatre in the First World War, they'd look at you as if you were bonkers, but actually it was one of the most viciously fought 
wars between uh, between Britain and Germany in East Africa, and it was mainly fought on both sides by black uh, by black men. Uh, the King's African Rifles on the uh, on 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 the British side, and I have no idea who the Kaiser. <laughs> threw in on the other side because I'm bluffing I'm bluffing on my general expertise on the East African theatre in the First World War but I know enough to know uh, about that the King's African Rifles were in the thick of it uh, which is why uh, German East Africa wound up going to the British in And there was uh, one reason in the Second World War that Africa was also a theatre and that reason was oil Yeah and yeah for his, so that so that the Axis power would have Resources to oil. All right, turning closer to home. Democrats, <laughs> I love this story. Democrats have been B.I. itching and moaning for years with their little racist lingo about dark money. Dark, mm. You know, it's everything to Democrats that's bad. They put the word dark in front mm. of it. So they've been B.I. itching and moaning about dark money. <laughs> money. That dark black money that comes from... Yeah, that jet black tar baby, dark black money that comes from Republicans whose donors, we don't know who they are. And as it turns out, the New York Times did this huge analysis. It turns out that Democrats were taking in more dark black, jet black tar baby money than anybody else in 2020. Yeah, I'm so triggered now. <laughs> I hadn't realized I hadn't realized that fundraising is racist. <laughs> yeah, well. uh, and, uh, and now I'm I'm totally tra- Yeah, what it is is uh, the, the don't forget that this is rather like the differences between the parties at the time of the election. If you you know that big piece on uh, the magazine ran on uh, after after Joe Biden was in office on fortifying the election. Uh, so Democrat dark money is fortifying money. So there's nothing wrong with it. That's uh-huh. the that's the way they it just goes to fortify the Democrat process uh, and ensure that you can have a lot more drop boxes for mail in ballots, uh, even if you have to install them after the election day. <laughs> it, uh, it's it's just a way of fortifying the election what is, what is ext- and they're saying uh, the right on the other hand also raised dark money <laughs> and the example they give is uh, william bill crystal from the weekly standard you oh, know him. bill crystal who managed to spend 40 million dollars in 2020 People gave Bill Crystal $40 million to spend on the Democrats. Uh, that Spice guy <laughs> you were talking about, the guy who, who was holding his uh, massive store-wide clearance on all Republicans are racist spices <laughs> for the bank for the holiday weekend, uh, that that guy, I, you'd be better off giving $40 million, but He says he's broke and he needs a gift certificate to make up for all the racist Republicans who've cancelled on him. <laughs> you'd be better off uh, giving $40 million bucks to uh, that spice guy because at least you'd, you'd, you'd get a jar of stale basil for it. Uh, whereas what do you get... <laughs> What do you get when you uh, give forty million bucks to Bill Crystal? I mean, talk about why don't why don't why don't you just uh, throw all your money in the East River and watch it float out to sea? <laughs> Love it. Okay, Mark, I got a W eight W T H, and I've changed the last letter because we're on the radio. Uh, w T H. 
WTH is going on up in what the hell is going up in Canada? What is this freedom convoy? Where's your prime minister? I know he has COVID. I hope he gets better. I don't wish COVID on anybody. I've had it. It's ugly. But but they're calling him now coward 19 because he won't meet with the truckers. The guy's got COVID. But then you've got these truckers up there. He's calling these truckers racist, bigot, misogynist, creeps. And then mm. he goes into hiding after he gets COVID, and then and then they've got like more trucks than we got supply per train. All the trucks are in Canada. Yeah. What's going on here? Well, he he is in hiding, and he's a master of disguise. Um, so he's. Probably, I've seen him in blackface. Yeah, so he's probably just doing, uh, you know, Al Jolson night in the Yukon somewhere. But then and, again, I saw Joy Behar in blackface, and she's still on the View. Yeah, and actually Whoopi Goldberg when uh, she was dating, uh, was it Ted Danson? Yeah. So my best bet is that, (laughs) my best bet is that Ottawa's finest mammy singer is actually (laughs) secretly dating Whoopi Goldberg right now. He's so convincing, she may, she may not even have noticed. Uh, and, uh, uh, but what, what's interesting, this is a fantastic thing, because truckers are the only, and liberals never get this, you know. So if you're in midtown Manhattan, you never think that that, you know, Whoopi Goldberg book in Barnes & Noble or the arugula at your, uh, at your health food store gets there by truck. That's the only reason. Now, Bear Shelves Biden has emptied most <laughs> stores across the United States. So there's only seven items in the average supermarket. It's, it's, we, we basically reached the condition of the, the old joke of Soviet supermarkets was that every checkout lane is for nine items or less. And, and we've, now actually, we've now actually reached that blessed state in American supermarkets, thanks to Joe Biden. So these guys are the only ones who keep things going, truckers. And truckers live their lives in their trucks, just driving hundreds of miles at a time, then pulling over, gassing up, getting a cup of coffee, and then driving a few more hundred miles. They never say anything. So to have done what both Biden and Trudeau did, requiring vaccination, truckers to be vaccinated before they crossed the border, uh, was the final straw for them. God bless them. They've been damned. There was a disgraceful columnist in the Washington Post who just did usually, as usual, like most contemporary cartoonists, he can't actually draw. The cartoonist drew a line of trucks and then put fascism on the wrote fascism on the side of each truck. Oh boy! And then said hashtag supply chain. And this is no. These are not. These are these are ordinary Canadians who were told two years ago when this stupid COVID thing started that it, they were the guys who had to keep things going. They had to keep, thing, they had to keep driving, keep going to places, delivering their stuff. And they did it for two years, and then Biden and Trudeau turn on them and have come on this stupid... You know, what, what's the point of vaccination uh, as a border check thing? Uh, because Justin has been uh, vaccinated and jabbed more than anybody else on the planet. And this is the second time he's got COVID. The second time he's got COVID. So, no. he's, you know, this is what th- those are heroic figures, those Canadian truckers. And what they did was in, in Ottawa was magnificent. I love it. So one day when we take over Canada, we have to <laughs> elevate them 
to the status that they belong. You know, I keep thinking about that, Mark. If we were truly the imperialistic nation that everybody said we were, we would have taken over Canada a long time ago. I keep thinking, Canada has all these resources, right, that we need. They have oil. They have lumber. They have roads. They got like four highways up there. I read it. They got four like <laughs> national highways up there that you can scoot across from one end of Canada to the other. Yeah. They have water. <laughs> they have plenty of water. California mm. needs water. Yeah. All we have to do is send a few dozen troops up to Canada. Done deal. We own the joint. Well, well Canada is basically the house of Saud of water. And with lumber, uh, they they basically, because of the trees, they make, this is why you're not going to win a war, because <laughs> they make all the uh, toilet paper for oh. America. <laughs> so, uh, so they're basically, they're basically uh, the House of Saud of toilet paper, Canada, and it's not going to... And it's not going to go well. Also, I'll tell you one thing. You know, you've got to be able to look ahead. Um, I think it was the Royal Newfoundland Fencibles uh, occupied Detroit in the War of 1812. Uh, they spent a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever it was, five months in Detroit, and then they gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> Because they knew that wasn't going to work out for them. Because <laughs> you've got to be able to keep your eye on the big picture here. I love it. Mark Stein, as always, what a pleasure. We will speak with you next Tuesday. Thank you, my friend. Thanks a lot, James. Where can people find you on TV? Uh, GBnews.uk. I'm on every night. Uh, it, it, actually, if you're... Watching in New York, the uh, the most convenient one would be the replay, which is at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, Mark Stein. Ladies and gentlemen, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here at WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back right after this. Now, here's the soul of excellence, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, on 77 WABC. <laughs> Everybody knows who this is. Well, if you're a certain age. From the Songs in the Key of Life album, multi-Grammy Award winner Stevie Wonder, Sir Duke. W-A-B-C. Talk Radio 77. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, with you. Say what? That's right, you can. Feel it all over. You know something else that you can feel all over? You can see it actually all over. You can see the anger over any criticism of Joe Biden's promise to nominate a black woman, identity politics promise to nominate a black woman over anyone else for the Supreme Court. Now, there's a Georgetown uh, professor who hadn't been hired yet. He tweeted about it. And even before he's hired, he's been suspended because his view of it was unfavorable to the left. And, of course, the Black Georgetown Law School Association is demanding he be fired. 
I'll tell you what, if I ever in my life was looking for a lawyer and I saw that they went to Georgetown Law School, I'd ask them if they were a member of this black law school organization. If they were, I'd never hire them. Bunch of racists, in my view. But so there's another story, too, because Ted Cruz has been among those. He said it's offensive to make this remark to only a black woman. And now you got all these critics jumping all over Senator Ted Cruz. And there was someone else that called it affirmative action, another U.S. senator, I forget his name, who did it, the culprit, the guilty one. And he received a lot of media criticism, too, from the left. And so I have a quick open letter to every leftist, every so-called black activist, every so-called progressive activist, and liberals in general who are upset over critics of Joe Biden for saying that this identity politics pick is nothing more than affirmative action. And here is my open letter. Dear liberals, black activists, progressives, any of y'all who are criticizing Republicans for calling this Targeted identity politics nomination affirmative action. Kiss my behind. For over 25, 30 years, we on the conservative side and we in America, normal America, have watched you maliciously slander, say false things, be incredibly mean-spirited, ugly, racist things about Justice Clarence Thomas. And we have had to bear all of your hatred of Justice Clarence Thomas and keep bearing it for over three decades. So you don't like your promise to have a black woman We don't like us calling that affirmative action. Kiss our collective behinds. We don't care. Now, Rich, where should we go on the phones? Good afternoon. Good afternoon, James. I just took a deep cleansing breath there for you. you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Let us begin in Queens and speak with Rabbi Moses. Rabbi Moses, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77 with James Golden. How are you, sir? Thank you. Uh, thank you for uh, letting me speak. Uh, I uh, just want to say that um, I'm, a, I'm a political, economic, and social conservative. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, I, would, I don't think I could agree with her in any conversation. Uh, but I'm opposed, I don't think she's an anti-Semite. I think she uh, is very misinformed. And I think there's something insidious about the mistake that she made. Because what uh, it, it represents uh, the attitude of the woke uh, population of this country that only uh, black people, maybe brown people, uh, are uh, victims of racism or what I would just call uh, prejudice. Uh, and um, and they and of course there is uh, anti-Semitism is the worst. Um, more hate, uh, hate, um, uh, hate uh, perpetrations are done to Jews 
not, uh, not per capita, but in absolute numbers than any other in this country. And so, uh, and, and Asian Americans also have problems and Islamic Americans also have problems, but she only sees with her, um, she only sees color. And by the way, I don't think race is even a scientific term anymore. The Nazis applied it to the Jews. We don't consider ourselves a race. We consider ourselves a faith, and we consider ourselves a people. There's religion and peoplehood in the Jewish, <laughs> in the Jewish culture, but there's no race. We accept converts who are of, of different ethnic origin. So uh, I would not cancel her uh, only because I'm against cancel culture, and I wish that the, uh, the left would give the same consideration in, in regard to cancel culture that conservatives give to liberals who some people would like canceled. And Rabbi, correct me if I'm wrong, in the Jewish faith there have been members of ethnic communities as long as they have been, as long as the Jewish people have been around. I think about the Ethi, some of the Ethiopian, the Falashas, and some of the others. If if I'm if I'm correct on this, I may. That's correct. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, that's correct. Uh, um, but I but I want to ask you something else, Rabbi. And here's my right. question too. And and this is what bothers me in these whole discussions about race. There's a trend that is happening now that is just to me that has to be addressed. And and you put your finger on it when you said it's just it's almost you know Whoopi can point her fingers at everyone else. If she look, I have run into so many black racists lately, and no one actually criticizes black racists for being racist, and I mean racist or anti or even anti semites. And it offends me when I hear remarks coming um, well, that, that are said. You. Well, God bless you. I want to tell you that when I saw. Uh, when I was watching Aretha Franklin's uh, uh, funeral, and I was a great fan of Aretha Franklin, and I still am. But when I saw that Louis Farrakhan was on the dais, Louis Farrakhan, uh, who is a anti-Semite, anti-white, I mean, I, if, you, if you can call him an, a racist. He is absolutely a racist. And he was on the same dais. And Bill Clinton was on the same day as I thought that was a terrible, terrible affront uh, to uh, the American presidency. And I would like to say something else, Rabbi. Many people in America, as they've forgotten so much of our own history, have forgotten the roles the Jewish Americans played in the civil rights movement. They've forgotten the lives the Jewish Americans gave so that their African-American brothers and sisters would enjoy freedom in the United States. And I think it is a shame that in this country we have allowed that joint history between Jewish Americans and African-Americans to be put aside. Jewish Americans gave their blood treasure so that African-Americans in this country would enjoy their birthright of freedom. And we should never forget that. Well, God bless you for that. I want to. I want you to know. Um, perhaps you do know that uh, there were Jewish uh, um, founders of the of the NAACP. NAACP. Yes, I know. Right. I know. And a third a third good marshal uh, was assisted by many Jews, uh, Jewish lawyers, on his team in the historic civil rights Brown versus Board of Education. And I am a graduate of Queens College, 
and I won an award when I was uh, graduating named after Andrew Goodman, who was a student at Queens College, who went down and was murdered in that Mississippi, you know, Mississippi burning with, with uh, uh, Mr. Cheney and Mr. Um, um, I, for, I forgot the, 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 the third person. And Andrew Goodman was Jewish. And uh, Michael Schwerner, he was the other person. He was also Jewish. Uh, so you're absolutely correct. And I was raised, my father came into this country illegally. And when he uh, he was in he was raised in Poland, what is today Poland, and uh, he wanted to regularize his citizenship, so to marry my mother. In fact, the family insisted that he he become a citizen. So he went down to um, uh, he went down um, I don't know by rail or perhaps by bus uh, to Miami and took a ship to uh, Cuba and came in on the Cuban quotient, a quota. And my father said to me during the civil rights movement, he said, you know, when I went down to the Jim Crow South, he said, I felt so bad. I saw how the, how the, uh, uh, the black people were being treated. And it reminded me of how I was treated and why I had to leave Poland. So there's a tremendous affinity, even today in the Jewish community, to black struggles, but I'll tell you this, and even some of uh, my misinformed co-religionists, of uh, my misinformed Jews, uh, support Black Lives Matter, and they don't realize that it is an anti-Semitic organization that's right. in their charter, and that in many of the places, that, uh, particularly in Los Angeles, the Jewish area of Los Angeles was targeted, the businesses were looted, and the synagogues were uh, marked up. A deface. So uh, I'm with you 100%. And let me just say this in closing. Um, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, I don't even like her sense of humor. I'd much prefer Mark Stein's <laughs> to her. <laughs> Rabbi, what a blessing it is to have you call here. Thank you. Please call us again. And we thank you for listening and being part of the show today. Have a great day, Rabbi. Thank you so much. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley. Yes, we're coming back right after this. We're going to do rapid phones, folks. Get your thoughts together. We'll be right back. Entertaining and informative. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, is on the air. 77 WABC. Another bride, another June, another sunny honeymoon. Another oh, he's season, such a character. Another That's our Richard Radabali picking them Frank Sinatra. Whoopee. Let's make a whoopee, Frank Sinatra. A lot of WABC, shoes, Talk Radio 77, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley with you. Yes, we are the crown jewel of American radio. I want to just say this note before we get back to Rapid Phones, and that's where we're going. So get your thoughts together and be ready. Um, look, World War II showed us something, and Whoopi said this, and let's not lose this in all this discussion. She said man's inhumanity to man. There is probably no better example of that inhumanity than what happened in World War II. And it wasn't just the Jews. Eight million Jews, of course, killed with this insane hatred that Adolf Hitler had for the Jewish people that he was able to contaminate the world with. But let us also not forget that those of you on, especially on the left, if you don't know this, he targeted homosexuals. He targeted gypsies. 
he was not fond of African and dark-skinned people. This was a man that was consumed with hatred, with this idea, which, by the way, was a shared idea with the founder of Planned Parenthood, that people were inferior and that eugenics, the idea of racial superiority, was good. This was the basis of the formation of Planned Parenthood, where you will find a great many of their abortion mills in black and Hispanic neighborhoods to this day. The genocide continues. So on that happy note, let us go to the phones. Rich, where do we go? We will go to Tenafly, New Jersey, and say hi to Al. Al, welcome. WABC, what's on your mind quickly? Whoopi is uh, very misinformed. Never heard of the great American track team in the 1930s Olympics in Berlin when Jesse Owen and the mostly black American track team whipped the tail off uh, the German team and Hitler walked out of the stadium. Infuriated. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Al. Appreciate that. Where do we go next? Let's go to Brooklyn and say hi to Grace. Grace, welcome, my darling. How are you today? Fine, thank you. And you? Good, good, Gracie. Yeah, I just wanted to to just pick up on Whoopi. I have no mercy when it comes to her. Just the simple fact that she's not a young girl. She's an older woman in her about in her sixties. She know what race is all about. She know how hurtful it is. So when she single out, she just did it out of out of spite i think that's how i feel you know because she she she'd been around the block she'd been black all her life she know what racism is even within our own people with yes, light grace. skin dark skin yes you know? grace grace i hear every word you're saying grace i want you to invite us to call us back love your call thank you grace where do we go next we will head out to west islip and say hi to jeff Jeff, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77 with James Golden. What is on your mind this afternoon? Hi, James. Uh, so, Whoopi Goldberg got away with it another time when they were discussing uh, about Bill Cosby. And I just saw a show saying that we have to have a discussion about Cosby. And at the end of that, basically, they showed that in all his career, he was you know abusing women. So, when they were discussing it on The View, and while I was watching it, but on The View, Whoopi's comment was, well, you know, it wasn't rape, rape. <laughs> right. It wasn't was real killer. rape. It was just rape. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she got away with it again. belongs to a class of liberals that will not ever be held to account. And I don't think we can, and I don't think anyone should, in this case, I don't think ABC should fire her over this, to be totally frank with you. But Whoopi's protected. Anyway, and so these supposed angry ABC employees, yeah, well, get over it. Where do we go next? Let's head out to Oakland, New Jersey, and speak with Jim. Jim, what's on your mind? How are you, James, from one James to another? I'm great. How are you doing? She should be held accountable. She She should? She once had her boyfriend dress up in blackface, right? Yep. What what was her opinion on Sharon and and, and everybody else? And Roseanne. Their blood and their heads, right? Hmm. I don't. I'll have so to go why back and look. Feel sorry for her. Here's what I think. I felt sorry for Roseanne. I felt sorry. For, look, I am so tired of this cancel culture. I am tired of doctors not being able to give us the truth about what they think, because you got a bunch of millennials who work at some social media site who think they know better than doctors. I'm sick of liberals defining the terms of people's employment because they're triggered and offended. 
I'm tired of the cancel culture. That's what I think. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you. Where do we go next? We will go to Passaic, New Jersey, and speak with Dave. Dave, welcome. What is on your hey, mind this Mr. afternoon? James Snurley, Mr. Bo Golden. I yep. have to speak with you. I'm sorry. Did I get that wrong? You, know? you got it all my right, my friend. Tied. You got it all yeah, right. Well, half, my brain is, half my brain is tied behind my back, and unlike Rush, I get confused easily. <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, the rabbi covered most of my stuff. I just want to say that at my bar mitzvah, you blew my mind because you started playing the songs in the key of life. And that's what I got as an album from Kenny Badler at my bar mitzvah. Wow. So we totally threw him off. And I just want to make one, one more little joke and then I'll let it go. Is uh, with a name like Goldberg, I expect a little bit more from Whoopi. Ah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Where do we go next? Let's stay in New Jersey over to Nutley and speak with Lisa. Hello, Lisa in Nutley, New Jersey. Hey, guys. Um, you know, Whoopi has a really good chance to educate people if she wanted to on the history that the rabbi just educated all of us on. But in the meantime, let's look to the future. Bill Gates is somebody to keep an eye on because he is doing all these vaccination experiments on the African community and the gay people. So I'm looking to the future. Lisa, here's what I Lisa, Lisa, I want to be very careful about this. Yes, Bill Gates has been very outspoken about vaccinations. Yes, there's been some money flowing in directions. But when you say that Bill Gates is vaccinating blacks and vaccinating homosexuals, let's be clear. I'm not sure that that is the case at all. He is very involved in this. And I read another article today. Why isn't Bill Gates getting more attention for his role in this vaccine? And that's something that we should discuss on future shows. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, with you here. I am back tomorrow. Later in the week, of course, we'll have Princess Die. Our, our podcast series, On the Border. We recorded another episode today, folks. This is groundbreaking stuff. If you haven't, if you haven't gone and listened to this podcast, you should. You can reach me at jamesgolden.com or bosnerdly.com. We do a news blast twice a day in in uh, cooperation with AmericanNewsWire.com. 